two of Bottle Spark and Night, the podcast that explores the influencer market industry top to bottom. We interview people from every aspect of the industry so you can get insights into how this all works. It is August 29th, and I am Amanda, the moderator. And with me tonight, as always, are JT and Travis. How are you two this evening? I'm impressed. We have like a real intro now. That's pretty great. It's pretty sweet. I had to write that in the last last second. I'm doing great. A little rushed. I always feel like uh, getting ready for this podcast that nothing is together. Uh, that's how dear. <laughs> um, and uh, no, it's it's pretty great. I like it. Oh, am I supposed to say? I, good. 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 There well, we Travis, go. You have some news for oh, us? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, so real quick, uh, at the top of the show, we're just going to cover the world of Bottle Spark uh, right now. And I'm actually going to audible. I'm going to change this order. Um, so we're going we're gonna to end and begin on really neat things. And then also in the middle have neat things. Uh, pretty soon, very excited about this, uh, we are going to have a proper influencer dashboard that you, if you work with us in any capacity, you'll be able to log in. Uh, make sure all your information is correct. This is going to be great because we've had some people make name changes uh, on their Twitch account, and that messes up our automated analytics, um, which is a bit of a problem. So, like, makes your numbers look all uh, weird because we aren't aware of it. This way, you'll be able to log in and change that yourself. Um, and then also be able to accept new offers, always be up to date on uh, all the stuff that we have available for you. So, that's going to be coming soon. We're going to be beta testing that with a select group of users on a certain campaign. Um, that'll be kind of doing a round two with Atlantic Records um, this week. So very, very excited for that. Look for that to be a broader launch soon once we get some bugs found and squished. Uh, also, we were talking about it last, uh, last week, but we are going to be finalizing some of the campaigns, uh, the rosters for campaigns for both Wink. So if you're in the U.S. and you like certain, uh, you know, or if you like wine and you're in certain states, Go to bottlespark.com slash survey slash wink, W-I-N-C. They're a wine delivery subscription service. Um, and uh, and you can sign up for there and also see if it's in your area that you would be relevant for. Uh, and then also, if you're a dude or a lady with a nice beard uh, and uh, you want to potentially work with beard.com, we're going to be wrapping uh, up that offer soon. So you can go to bottlespark.com slash survey slash beard to get involved in that. That's pretty cool. Uh, and then, so jokingly, earlier today, uh, I tweeted out from the BottleSpark account uh, that we uh, that we need a, we needed a cute animal mascot. Um, and it was mostly a joke. Uh, I referenced the fact that Discord has the beloved Wumpus uh, and that uh, Reddit has Snoo, which I don't know if anybody knows, or too many people know, that's the name of the alien. Um, on reddit.com and we got a couple submissions in um, so shout out to working chef for the uh, Sparky version 1.0, which was a nice little bunny rabbit. I liked him uh, and then uh, a new friend uh, Indiana uh, on Twitter. She's at I N D I E A N N A TV Indiana TV um, Share with us another Sparky, which uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to put up on screen, JT. But anyway, if you're not, it's on Twitter. Go check it out. Uh, an absolutely adorable Sparky um, who's a little firefly. And uh, just looking at Sparky makes me so happy. Uh, that brightened up my day quite a bit. 
Um, so yeah, go go check this out. And thanks, Indy, for that. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be like the official one, but that's really a huge front runner. So thank you very much, Indy. And I think that's most of our news and updates. Oh, thank you for that, Travis. But tonight, we have someone else with us. We are joined by one of the fastest growing content creators to partner, the fastest content creator to partner on Twitch, Bog Nogus. How are you doing tonight, hon? Hi, it's great to have, uh, great to see you guys. Thank you for having me on. It's awesome. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know that you were the fastest content creator to partner, but you were amongst the fastest, right? So, um, something like that. Yeah, he definitely. It was, it was a blur. It's still a blur. It's it's crazy. Well, we'll he won't that. say this. I'll say I think he's definitely probably among one of the quicker ones to uh, go from no established audience to partnership. Um, I think that's pretty fair to say. He did that remarkably fast, kind of starting from nothing. It's scary. I, I don't know what happened. I still well, have no idea. <laughs> well, uh, well, I played some video games and, and uh, hung out with people. <laughs> Spoiler alert. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. We're going to dive into that. But first, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself outside of stream? Sure. Uh, so it's going on a little over a year ago that uh, that I started streaming, according outside to some of the metrics. Um, I actually just got into streaming just to kind of test it out and see what it was like because I was watching uh, a couple people towards the evening, like after work, uh, play Elite Dangerous. And um, it looked like they were having a lot of fun. So I figured I'd try it after buying the game and playing it for a little bit. Um, and then I started, I, I got a raid, uh, I want to say probably maybe about like a weekend and just started, you know, just chatting with people and uh, winging up with them in the game. It was a lot of fun. But my biggest thing was that um, I wanted to start streaming for the sole reason of getting to know people and hanging out with them uh, and play video games. Kind of like like you would hang out in a friend's basement on the weekend and not have to worry about anything happening and no responsibility and that kind of thing. So that's the whole vibe that I was going for. Uh, but that's basically how I started streaming. And that was about uh, early July, I want to say. We actually just did our one-year uh, anniversary of uh, the first day of streaming last month. A lot of fun. Well, very much fun. Gotcha. Do you do you think of yourself as an influencer? And, and if you do, like, what does that mean to you? Um, personally, I I have a hard time uh, wrapping my head around it because um, I'm kind of just like there and, and hanging out with people. Um, but I can see like now that I've been working with you guys and understanding how that, that, uh, that side of thing works or that side of things, how they, they work. Um, I could see how it can be. Um, and I've had a couple examples where, you know, for instance, just a, a small little example, uh, the joystick that I use, you know, um, had a, a few people buy it based off of the, uh, experiences that I had. And I thought, you know, it was a cool thing and, uh, I thought other people would like it as well. But to me, like an influencer would be somebody who literally does that, who influences somebody else to either follow in the same footsteps or uh, would, you know, push them towards maybe a product or service that they would uh, benefit in some way from. Something that, for me personally, something that I would uh, personally back and want to make sure that I'm trying out and, and testing stuff. You share a lot of the uh, the same... I guess, cultural feelings around influencing that we do as a company, uh, which is really, really good to hear. Um, uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, Amanda. So I, we've heard a little bit about 
your path of streaming, how that started. But what about your path to partner? How long did that take? You've been streaming for a year now. And, you know, what did that path look like? What did it take to get to that that purple check that everyone loves? Um, one big thing that I wanted to make sure of is that I wasn't um, making that my, like, sole goal. Because for me, like, I was having such a good time streaming that I didn't want to ruin it by saying, you know, like, that I'm trying to, uh, that the whole reason that I'm doing this is strictly for partnership, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, it happened in early January. So July, July to January, uh, math, five, five months, six, six months, months, six, six yep. months. Um, so in about six months, really the, the biggest thing for me was to make sure that each person felt like they belonged, you know, that we could have a conversation one-on-one, -on -one, that it wasn't just, you know, you come to a stream and you watch the person do what they want to do and talk about the things that they want to talk about. Um, I love like talking to, to people and just seeing like what's going on in their day, even if it's boring and or to them and they think it's boring, you know, like something, somebody's always got something that we can hang out and, and talk about. So for me, the path to partnership was more uh, like a path to just hanging out with more people. I know it sounds really cheesy, but that's at least for me, that that's kind of what it was not a, uh, like, that's why I'm still so surprised. Like, Every so often that, that purple check will take me by surprise because I forget about it sometimes because I'm just, you know, we're friends. We're hanging out. We're talking, you know. So when you strip away your stream, like what's left? Uh, or I'm sorry, the game from your stream. Like when you strip away, like a lot of your content's in Elite, in elite Dangerous. I know you play mm -hmm. some other stuff, uh, like you do Cuphead with your son, uh, stuff like that. But but what's the the core that once you strip away the the game itself what what's left just a mustache basically yeah i'm just the meat sack that kind of carries it out <laughs> um for me it's inclusion um being able to like have anybody come in and, and just feel like they want to hang out so for me it's creating an environment that people like to hang out in either and now i i've got a lot of lurkers and i love that because to me that means that they feel comfortable enough to have me on either at work or even with their kids around. Um, I've gotten several snaps and and pictures of, uh, you know, kids being around while like maybe I'm on the monitor or the TV or something, which just blows my mind. But uh, to be able to have somebody feel that, that uh, comfortable with having me on, no matter like whatever they're doing or whoever else is around is uh, really special to me. So I, that's probably what I would say is like inclusion and just, you know, just, chilling and having a good time you know like and we do giveaways every so often too <laughs> all right well some things we want to kind of touch on from your perspective the first one and we kind of touch on a little bit why the mustache i've always been curious What's yeah the story? so um when my son was born it was myself of course my dad my uncle and if my grandfather were there he would have been there as well all in the room and um, I had kind of grown it just because, like, you know, it was uh, something kind of left over from November, and I just kind of kept it. But when I saw, like, the three of us lined up in a picture where it was me holding my son next to my dad, who has a mustache as well, next to my uncle, and uh, my grandfather did as well, it kind of, like, I don't know, it was almost carrying on the family line type of thing. And then from there, it just, you know, took on a shape of its own. And I've 
I think I'm on mustache number like 12 or 13 at this point because I've shaved it every so often every time the, uh, the wifey really doesn't like it anymore. <laughs> wow. Um, talking a little bit more about social media, because that's an important part, I think, of streaming and what we do here at BottleSpark too. How is social media and networking important and how do you use that in what you do? For me, uh, Twitter and Twitch start with the same two letters, which to me, in my mind, means that they go uh, hand in hand with whatever you're doing. Um, but I think it's way more than just an announcement to let people know when you're live, which is, for me, is, is great. It's a fantastic platform to make sure like everybody knows, like, hey, we're going live or something new is happening during the stream or something like that. But it's like, for me, I will always respond to any DM or mention or whatever the case, because that is, uh, in my opinion, one of the, uh, the biggest social media platforms that's connected with Twitch, in, in my opinion, at this point now. Um, so getting a chance to reach out to people who are in chat, uh, even if they may have missed the stream earlier that day, uh, or, you know, just to see how things are going or, you know, funny meme or uh, a dank meme even from from time to time uh, is is huge for me. Um, one of the big things that I'm trying to get more into is also Instagram, because uh, it can be a really great platform for uh, getting to new people who are uh, who might, might not even know that you stream, you know. So for me, um, making sure that it's not all content just about the stream is very important to me because I don't want people to think, you know, like that's all I think about. That's all I want to do. No, I like to, to drink uh, scotches and go outside sometimes when the sun isn't terrible. Um, but it's gives people an idea of the story behind the person that's behind the camera. And I, and I like that a lot. But it's the both of those are incredibly important. Oh, Discord. <laughs> uh, very much Discord all the time, forever. <laughs> there are tons of avenues when it comes to social media and networking, but one that I think everyone here would agree that's very important are conventions. Have you been to conventions? Which one have you been to? Yeah, I've been to one so far. I went to PAX East um, a few months ago, and that was awesome. Got a chance to meet uh, some people who I had only seen in chat and actually hang out with them like the entire weekend. And it was so much fun. It was so cool to see them. Um, I had been to like a couple conventions before, but maybe just for like some of the day or like, uh, you know, just a day, but never really with the kind of mentality that I have now with the streaming involved. Um, so now like I have a new filter <laughs> that I'm looking through when it comes to like conventions and stuff. Um, I will be going to TwitchCon. So that'll actually be the, I guess you could say that the second convention that I'll be going to. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that, not only to get a chance to, uh, like see a whole bunch of stuff that they have lined up for not only, um, partner streamers, but affiliates, uh, sorry, affiliates, non-streamers, everybody. And it'll be really awesome to get a chance to meet a, a bunch of people there too. So I won't ask you what your favorite convention is. I think it's a little unfair since you've yeah. only been to one, <laughs> um, but how important are conventions as a partner, let's just look at this specifically from a partner standpoint. Um, I would say conventions are probably one of the most important things. Uh, from an early, from early on, when I first uh, got partnered and just interacting with a lot of partners, um, either through you know DMs, Twitter, Discord, whatever the case might be, I always saw them talking about like going to conventions and what they were going to be doing at conventions and stuff, and it was really cool because. 
not only does it show like that the 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 streamer is uh like wants to get involved with not only uh maybe bringing new content but also new opportunities for their viewers into their channel but also getting a chance to god forbid actually hang out with people in chat that they wouldn't normally get a chance to hang out with because it's the one time that everybody converges on one location so from an early viewpoint like that was uh, i think it's very important for partner streamers to get a chance to go out to as many as they can of course uh budgets you know notwithstanding or whatever the case might be but um yeah i would say it's very important and finally i have one last question before i give uh, travis a chance i know he's probably chomping at the bit to finally talk um community that is huge and everything i think us content creators do but how would you describe your community that you've built they're freaking awesome. <laughs> they really are. It's gotten to the point where I'm so excited to like start streaming each day because now at this point, I'm this is the full time gig. This is seven days a week. So getting a chance to like wake up and hang out with them every day. I have never had a day so far and I don't foresee that coming up ever where uh, I'm like, uh, well, gotta go stream. If it ever gets to that point, I'm doing something completely wrong and that needs to be fixed. But they make things so so easy. They're so encouraging. Uh, all the mods in there are super chill and like very welcoming and inviting. Um, it it's gotten to the point like if you if you notice if you go into my stream at all, you'll notice that there's never any rules because we just kind of go by common sense. Don't be a jerk. Uh, try and be nice. You know, try and you know tell somebody a nice thing. You know, during the day, some something like that. Um, so for me, if if all of us can encourage each other and just like not even like really a, a safe space on the internet type of thing, but just like a nice place to be. Like you you think of the stream as a nice place to be. I think that for me is uh, a great success, but community is literally, that's what it's all about. That's, that's what the foundation for me of uh, what Twitch is to me. Well, I think, yes, I think it's your turn now. Is it, is it? Okay. Hi, Bob. How are you doing? Hi, baby. How are you doing? How are you? Uh, so I think one thing that, because um, there's, there's a couple things that I want to have you really go in on for people that are, are maybe trying to still find their niche or looking at like that initial growth spurt, right? So one thing that you've been doing very well lately, and you've been doing very smart and I'm real proud of you, uh, is breaking out of a game that you got known for. So you very much, I mean, I, I'm not going to speak for you, but I think we can say, we say Elite Dangerous, very much huge pillar of your content and why you were able to blow up as fast as you did, right? Yep, absolutely. I would definitely agree, yeah. But you are now starting that process of breaking out of that one game and moving into others. So my question that I want you to really, I know you can provide some really good value on, is how do you do that both in, how do you, figure out which game to try next? Uh, and also, how do you like, schedule that? Like, do you have a particular day that you're like, well, my analytics aren't this good on one day, so try this. Like, what is that process like when you're going to not do your main thing? So, uh, yeah, like you said, Elite was like the main thing. I think we were doing that like every single stream for like, God, for months. And I loved it. And I still do. Like to, uh, yesterday actually was a big update. So it's been kind of back to that centric, uh, elite dangerous, uh, kind of thing. But, um, reading the community and f like, just like we were talking about with Tur Arts, the community is for me, uh, reading what they wanted, um, 
seeing how they felt about certain games and what they liked as well is huge. And what's neat too is now on um, this, this didn't, I didn't have this back then, but uh, now Twitch, I sound like an old man now, geez. Uh, Twitch now has um, some metrics on there that will show you what types of games that your viewers like. And it's good to check that out every so often. If you're kind of thinking about going into like a new game and just like doing that. Um, for me, I, I want to say the first one that we kind of got into was probably Warframe. I gave it a shot, hated it, gave it another shot, still hated it, and then really like got into it. And now I, I'm obsessed with it. And so um, only because yesterday was the update for Elite, am I now getting into Tuesdays was set 10 Tuesdays because everybody loves alliteration. 10 Tuesdays is like the go to day now for um, for Warframe. So once you start getting that and people get used to it, they come to expect it. Um, so when we had the update yesterday, I got a lot of questions about like Warframe, Warframe. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we're not going to do it today, but we'll definitely get into it next week. Um, but definitely reading the community and seeing what they like playing as well. And I found that uh, that game kind of went hand in hand with uh, with Elite Dangerous, especially with the, the group that we play with. Um, a lot of people would play both. So I felt, you know, let, why not? Let's give it a shot. Uh, and then kind of in that same genre was No Man's Sky. And we've been playing that like obsessively lately as well. So it was kind of a two-pronged attack, seeing what the community liked, which was Warframe, and then kind of checking out the latest uh, game in that same genre of it. Um, and the reason that I chose Tuesday was actually, like you mentioned, a little bit of a, a, a slower day, I should say. Not that like I was complaining by any means, but um, I figured, why not? Let's give it a shot. Let's let's try it out and i've had like it's almost like you take the community from elite and put it onto warframe and it's like the same thing they're insanely helpful um they are insanely knowledgeable like i still feel like i've never played the game even though we're you know getting along in the storyline and i i'm starting to help people a little bit with questions but uh <laughs> that was kind of a huge roundabout way of answering the question i hope that no, that, that's exactly what I was looking for. Okay. Um, so when you say slower days, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we we know you're not being ungrateful, so that's fine. Um, Bog community, we love you. But <laughs> when we, you say slower, do you mean just in raw viewership? Are you looking at sub numbers of that day? Like what exactly uh, made you say, this is the slower day that I need to either look to improve or is safe to test things on? Uh, for me, it was average viewership. Um, that's, a that's a metric that I, I take a look at a lot because, uh, even though like, um, of course I'm like obsessed with chat and will always answer every message that comes through. Like literally, I actually tell people if I miss your message, drop it back in chat. Cause I feel bad about missing those. Um, reading the numbers is very important as well. Cause you want to make sure that what you're doing, they like, like people actually like to watch and, and want to be there and hang out. Like that's a, that's a healthy channel and people are actually, you know, coming and hanging out talking and stuff um but that's that's one thing that i looked at was uh, average viewership um and for those days like there's certain days and certain times during the week that are going to be naturally kind of slower anyway um so i felt like that was kind of a good day to to try it out as well um so we just went for it and it's it's been really successful it's because not only um do am i meeting like new people and it's really cool to meet new people but we're getting to a chance to hang out in game together so it's it's opened up like a, a whole nother door to, to like a, a brand new community that I probably would have missed out on if I hadn't tried it. Okay. Now, um, what tools do you use for looking at your analytics? Um, 
Is there any like services that you want to, you know, have, not a sponsor, but shout out? Uh, and then also, like, is there anything that you think might be unique to you or think is special, really important to call out when you're looking at those analytics? Bottle spark. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, you guys help so much. Chilling to us in a little bit. Don't worry. Yeah, right. Okay, okay, got it. Got it. <laughs> um, the other tool that I use like all the time, um, and not just for me, but just seeing like what the general feel is, is Sullynome. Sullynome is like my go-to because uh, in past careers, I have been obsessed with spreadsheets, uh, and I say that like it's a a past thing, but of course, I'm still obsessed with uh, spreadsheets. But Sullynome is like the database to go to because you can see metrics over time projections into the future you can compare uh streamers or communities uh games as well you can see how they're uh they're trending what the latest is in any certain you know time frame that you want um so for me that's i literally have it up on every every window that i have chrome open has a sully gnome tab open if i pull up my phone right now i have a sully gnome tab open uh it's just to keep up with these things because you don't want to be doing something that no one is interested in uh that you yourself are finding like i'm kind of not interested in this anymore it, you you have all of your numbers right there and it's completely free you don't have to do anything uh the other part of that too is the twitch dashboard ever i want to say as of the last like month or so around there probably about that time frame um they've updated it and so it's a it's more powerful and it shows you a lot of really cool insights that you probably wouldn't have been able to find out otherwise with that other than actually getting a paid service to find out like not only where are your viewers coming from who shares those viewers with you and what platforms they're watching it on countries um all that stuff so keep all of that in mind i would say is have have a bookmark for the dashboard sully gnome and of course don't stop talking in the bottle spark discord yes um <laughs> finger guns <laughs> for the for the listeners at home um all right so actually let's go ahead and talk a little bit about um us and also you mostly though hey bog i really like those headphones hmm. what, what are those headphones huh oh my goodness uh so funny you should ask uh i got set up with bottle spark for hp omen um it's funny because the first time i'm an idiot on this one the first time i tried them out, i'm like oh they don't work that great it was because i plugged them into the front board of the pc and then i plugged them into the proper port and they are my favorite headphones of all time um i know i haven't tried out many headphones still but like that was awesome i wouldn't have ever gotten a chance to uh <laughs> um like work with hp that was that was really cool so i still have the button up on the on the channel if anybody's like curious about it they can always go down and check it out but that wouldn't have happened without uh you guys all right Ooh. so i didn't i didn't ask that just to make us look good but i really do <laughs> want to know um because the other thing that bog has done i'm gonna be real i'm gonna i'm gonna peel back the curtain real quick yeah he has told us no on sponsorship opportunities what uh, you can yeah. say that. So what? I wanna, real, yeah, real quick. I want to make it very clear. I want you to say no to us if ever we get something that isn't a good fit. So I don't want to call out that sponsor uh, or anything like that mm -hmm. because it wasn't like they were bad. No, it just wasn't the right fit. Um, so that does make me bring to the question. I see a lot of people that will basically take almost any affiliate link or partnership that they see it feels like to be able to put them as a blank partner in their Twitter profile or whatever. So how do you look at an opportunity and see if this is the right one for you? Um, and also, non-specifically, do you have any advice in that realm for 
someone that is, you know, starting to grow up a community or is a partner broadcaster and is new to all this of what they should be looking for? Yeah. Uh, so I personally, I'm not looking to be that NASCAR car that has a billion stickers all over it from sponsors that they've never met in their life. So for me, like stuff like that is, is like trying to create in uh, like a gallery like an artist gallery, because you want to make sure that the pieces and the things that you're connected with are something that you actually like, and you're not just trying to go after money and just being able to splash, you know, like whatever company across, you know, the the, the stream or as a label. Personally, I think it's really important to uh, not only talk to the company, know the company and like what they have. And like we were mentioning before, of course, not going to name names, but uh, some some of those opportunities just aren't going to really fit the community. So it's you don't want to uh, it, it gets a little awkward and uncomfortable if if stuff like that is happening, because then it's like, oh, uh, it kind of seems like they're just looking for sponsorships, you know. Um, so for me, it's like uh, I if it really fits the community and it's going to benefit the community more than me, like that is way like that's that's where i'm at count me in absolutely if the people in my channel are going to benefit from it more than i am 100 percent count me in every time because it's something that they like and want and if it's not a billion things like you know you see an ad in the channel like every other line or you know everything below it is all buttons or you know so and you know what if you if you get to that point you're ninja or whatever you know that's that's perfectly fine but um i I was in sales way too long and I'm I'm not going back that way. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's only gonna be what people in the channel like. And that's why I'm always saying if things are too much in the channel, uh, you know, please let me know. My DMs are always open. I will always answer them back. Uh, because this is not just my channel, it's the community's channel. So I'm not gonna be just the, you know, at the wheel and nobody else can take a turn with it or, you know, have any input on where we're gonna head, you know. Okay. And so when you do pick the right sponsor. Uh, and you have a good partnership, like HP Omen, go to his channel, twitch.tv slash Magnagus, and click on the HP Omen link. Uh, <laughs> but when you do, when you do find that um, that right sponsor, you find that good fit, you say yes. What what do you do, and what do you think are important ways of positioning this to your audience to make sure that it continues to be a good fit, and that both the community is served properly, but also the sponsor is yeah. served properly. How do you do that? Uh, I like to be transparent because I hate like mysterious stuff, like, you know, um, where people feel like, you know, they're not good enough to know about something, you know, I hate stuff like that. So I'm like, if we're, if we're getting sponsored, I want people to know and upfront about like what they're thinking about. And then I ask them, <laughs> you know, not only in, in Twitch chat, but also in discord. So we haven't had uh, anything. I think the HP happened before we actually got everything set up on, on there, but like going forward, if that were to happen, like it would be completely transparent because I, I hate going along with something that everybody feels uncomfortable about, you know, and then you get this kind of weird, awkward feel to it. Um, but yeah, once once we were, once we get that, it's being transparent about it, making sure that you know they're cool with it, and then just talking about it a little bit and why I like it, uh, or maybe why I don't like it. You know, um, now of course with things like that, you don't want to be overly, you know, God, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. But um, <laughs> just letting people know, like, by no means am I being, I'm 
pushing this. If you're curious about it, ask me. Uh, you can also check it out below. And you know, it, each of those sponsorships comes with their own type of like thing, what they want, and and that kind of thing. But uh, making sure that it's not in people's faces is a is a big thing for me. Okay. And so, how do you make sure that the sponsor is properly taken care of, though, for whatever considerations they're throwing your way uh, as a result of that? For me, it takes homework. Uh, I don't want to jump in on something that I'm not going to be able to fulfill. So, for instance, if they're looking for a certain amount of, let's say, let's, this, this hasn't happened, but like, let's say the certain amount of viewership or, uh, you know, um, people who are looking for certain type of things, if I feel like it's going to be a right fit, then I'll say go ahead. But I want to setting the expectation correctly is very important. And then making sure that you have like a game plan for it so that you can actually execute that. And you don't, you guys don't have like bad blood and somebody's not fulfilling their side of things is, is very important because that's the last thing you don't want to have like a negative name when it comes to uh, um, like any sponsors or anything like that. So I would say actually the prep beforehand is, is almost more important, you know? Okay. And so how, how do you handle, cause I know this is a, this is a hard one. Okay. All right, let's get, let's get, let's I'm ready. I'll take a sip and you're drinking. All right. Uh, first off, what are you drinking? Uh, some ingredients of a Long Island iced tea. <laughs> Not all of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, what I want to know is how do you balance this idea that the stream, the community, you guys are friends. And then the business side of it, that this is your like you're living right now, at least part of it. Um, and that there are some kind of considerations that have to be there. You have to make kind of potentially weird decisions and judgment calls and like their community, but also there's a value associated with the total viewership, et cetera. How do you reconcile those two things on a personal level? Uh, for me, it's slightly fluid sometimes. Um, I think applying like hard and fast rules for, for this kind of thing is can be really tough um each situation i think should be looked at you know independently um that's a really good question um for me it's always like we were talking about before i know it's kind of repetitive but community first because without the people in the chat like none of this would be happening i would not be where i am and i make sure that everybody knows that like every time that they're there um, so the health of the channel and making sure that people still feel welcome is like of utmost importance to me. Um, so far we haven't had any issues when it comes to that kind of thing. So I'll let you know <laughs> it does <laughs> like what the, the executed version of that question is. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a tough one. I, I'd probably say it just like. I always, it's kind of like a personal belief of mine, like just putting people first, you know, ahead of myself. Um, so I guess that's kind of the, the the kind of filter I put on there. Hopefully that kind of answers that a little bit. I, I think I think it does. I think it also kind of displays how challenging of a position yes. content creators are in with that, because yeah. that's kind of a, a thing that we deal with a lot. Um, okay. And so like my last question before we get into some audience ones is... Um, you very much found your niche. You figured out how to grow within it and all that. So what is your like your your top one or two piece of advice for somebody that's wanting to start out or just starting to build their first little seeds of the community? How do you go about finding a niche? What's your one or two things there? 
And then once you've found that, what is your best tactics to really start to grow in that niche? Uh, you got to do what you like, like, yeah, because it's not just video games anymore. It's totally IRL and uh, you got artists out there who are doing incredible stuff. Do what you like um, and make sure that it's apparent that, you, you know, because if you're if you just go out and you, oh, look at that Fortnite's at the top. What a surprise. I'm going to go play that for the first time ever. But I hate shooters and I hate Battle Royale, you know, like everybody's going to pick up on that. It's it's just a weird situation. And with Twitch, like they can literally <laughs> click a button and go somewhere else. <laughs> so it's, it's very easy. <laughs> you you want to make sure that people see that you're enjoying what you like, because that means that they also want to get involved with it, too. Um, like elite for instance like i was just obsessed it was just so cool like when i first played for the first time like this is nuts how is everyone not playing this right now so i was like super excited i still am like super excited about like this video game and you know asking for help and winging up with people um so that for me was my niche was uh finding a game that i liked and could be excited about uh because you and you know you, you could have anybody at any time come in so you never know and you don't want to be caught playing like a game that you really hate and you really don't want to be doing just to get numbers and just to, you know, just to get more people and more subs and more bits and stuff like that. Um, once I found that niche, the next part was to um, just basically make, like for me, like I was saying before, like every single person in chat is super important. Every single line that I see going through chat, like you can even see me probably looking to the left every single time. Because if it moves, I'm like, ah, there's a message. <laughs> you know, Same. like who are you? What are you about? You know? Um, so like that for me, every single person is important. Uh it doesn't matter if they're in chat or lurking. Um and they deserve like there's they're spending. <laughs> they're spending here. It might not be money, uh, but it's time. And time is like the most valuable asset that any of us could ever have. And it gets way more valuable as time goes on, ironically enough. So the yeah. fact that they're there to me is like, wow. <laughs> and th and that's what I say. If anybody like, you know, uh, happens to drop bits or happens to stop by for the first time, like they could be anywhere right now. Not even just on Twitch. Like it could be like on different platforms, outside, <laughs> you know, on the couch. What? <laughs> I don't know. No. This, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's hot out there. It's stupid. I don't like it anymore. But um, <laughs> like it's... Every single person in chat is important to me. And I, I, I back that up by saying, if you DM me, I will answer you. And it doesn't matter if there's a purple check there or not. Like, you're important. And so, like, today, don't, today's bad. I've been terrible in catching up messages to, today. So don't. <laughs> even good size. Yeah. But, uh, like, people are important. Without them, you would literally not even have a channel, you know? Uh, I lied. I have one more question because Go you made me think me. about it. Uh, so you have done things like, for example, stream from the Frontier Development's official YouTube channel. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, remember that thing that you did that I apparently remembered you didn't? It's really <laughs> cool. Uh, so how, because I know this is something that we hear a lot. How do you as someone in a community about one game, how do you even begin to approach having a relationship with developers of that game? What does that look like to you? I will literally apply the same thing I just mentioned to this as well. They're people and getting a chance to know them more uh, and actually like ask them questions other than like, why don't we have this update yet? Why isn't this fixed? You know, like they're, they're getting their fair share of it. And these people are like awesome behind the scenes, you know, like 
uh, I got a chance to hang out with both Will and Ed at uh, PAX East, and it was so much fun. Like, we had such a blast. They're such down-to-earth, like, chill, hilarious guys. Like, how they actually interact on channel is how they actually are in person. And it's, like... Every, that's why I tune in every time because they're they're just hilarious and it's like right up my alley with humor and stuff. But um, like getting that relationship going and not like you know pestering them all the time for different things like that. Just throwing a message like, "Hey, hope everything's going well." You know, not to gain the upper hand, but like you're genuinely interested in how another human being is doing is super important because you know, without like I say, without people around, you literally wouldn't be able to do like any of this <laughs> none of this would matter we wouldn't have twitch okay now i'm done i believe we have some questions from the audience amanda that hey, we you. do um ray scudda asks so if you like a product and you use it for a while then they approach you for sponsorship but you have a modern viewer who might not like it how do you deal with that uh first of all ray i love you i hope uh i hope the little one is sleeping well tonight um so yeah that's a great question uh so i'll use mustache wax for uh <laughs> an example here so i've been using the same mustache wax for like years at this point um but there's a lot of strong opinions surprisingly about mustache wax and beard care products so uh if you get somebody who doesn't like it uh what i usually do is like unfortunately the sales part of me sometimes takes over and i have to like take a step back like I see how you feel. I can understand, you know, you know, the understand, feel, whatever it is. Um, but you're just going to get those. You just got to be ready for those from time to time. You know, like there's going to be people who don't share your opinions. And we've gotten some like pretty hardcore opinions against certain things like be it video games or, or products or whatever it is. Uh, just making sure you have like an open mind because they are still a human being. And if it's not their very first time where you have to worry like, wonder uh i smell a trolley troll here um then you know that's their opinion they're <laughs> I, who am i to say like they're wrong entirely you know like but um just like acknowledging and hearing what they say because it could change your mind like what if you know like you didn't know something about a company like well there you go now i'm never gonna buy it again because i didn't realize that about it you know so if i were to just be like no you're wrong and you know they storm off then that's that's my loss entirely, and I look like an idiot. <laughs> we have another great question from KCUF321, and I like this one. I'm surprised we hadn't asked it already, but what is your end goal now that you've achieved partner? Mm, end goal. I would say there is no end goal. Um, the sky's the limit because we're still in kind of the infancy of this, and I know that sounds a little bit silly because Twitch has been around for a, a while. But even from the Justin TV days, it is a completely different platform now. Uh, so we are some of the first people who are out here, like the pioneers of this. So like um, when you when you have a, a like a career, uh, let's say like for, I'll just use my past one banking, let's say. Right. Uh, you know, kind of like I'm a banker now and this is, you know, I'm going to be a branch manager and you've got like a plan, you know, like you got uh, you got a 401k, you'll retire, that kind of thing. But this, like, there isn't that. It's kind of weird, you know. Like, there's no, uh, like, netting under there. You know, what's what's to what's going to be next? What's going to happen next month or next year? So at this point, like, it's kind of hard to actually put that in terms of like a a uh, like an end goal because I, I'm I'm super excited to see like where this is this is going. So I would say uh, just reach out to as many people and hang out with as many people as possible. I think at this point, and then see what happens to Twitch in X amount of years, I guess. 
All right. Well, JT, Travis, do you have any other last minute questions that popped up into your head while we were doing this? I love you, baby. Love you more. <laughs> I, I do have... You're going to see a lot of this at TwitchCon, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I'm sorry. All the hugs are going to happen. I do have um, one question about one of our upcoming sponsors in September. Uh, have you tried any of this stuff from Beer.com? Are you participating in that? And uh, if you've tried it, what are your thoughts? What's your plan there, et cetera? So I've seen Beard.com pop up in like uh, Twitter messages every so often for the past like X amount of months. Uh, I, I am though. I did fill out the form. So as soon as like we get some stuff, I'm going to be all over that because I want to see what it's like. Um, even for just the mustachioed fellows such as myself with, without the uh, the rest of it. Um, but yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm all in. I want to see because, you know, you never know what's out there. The, you know, new companies pop up all the time, and we're we're near a couple hipster places here. So there's like a dime a dozen beard companies. So it's cool to have an opportunity for a company to want to reach out to people like me, like us in this this kind of environment. So definitely, yeah, I'm all in. I do uh, I do find it interesting that with uh, Beard.com, we had almost three times as many people interested in that as we did in the wine service. It's got the same kind of worth of reasons and explanations behind that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we could break that down for days. <laughs> break it down for days, not now. Um, all right, well that's that's it for me from questions. Uh, let's let's pass it to Amanda for the uh, I, Actually, oh. I believe we have one more good question oh. from somebody semi-important in this chat. Oh, uh, from from our good friend Scott. Uh, Jan Grau. Are there are there any big stresses for you as a full-time streamer? Um, family, money, question marks. Yeah, you could keep adding to that list because check like all the above, man. Seriously, yeah, it's <laughs> there. There's there's stresses all the time. Like uh, even small ones where like the chat goes quiet for a little bit. I'm like, well, great, this is it. This is the end. I'm done streaming today. Nobody wants to hang. You know, not by any means am I pushing anybody, but uh, to chat in there. But yeah, family time, especially like. Um, Rule zero is something that we talk about a lot, like family and, and real life first. Uh, so making sure that I've got the correct like schedule and that I'm actually like sticking to it, because not only are people like in uh, in the Twitch world looking towards that, but also the people who are you know on the couch, kind of like tapping like we're supposed to be like heading out very soon. Like I have to make sure that that's that's a thing. So uh, and also making sure I'm not talking about the channel like all the time, twenty four seven, because that is. <laughs> But it was that that could be the way that things go. But I have to mentally make sure I'm like, how was your day? Things about you. Uh, and money money will always be uh, a stressor. I think that just goes without saying. Um, but you know what? It'll be fine. It'll work itself. You know, it'll work out. As long as I'm doing my part and uh, and always working towards not plateauing and always, you know, doing better as a person and also with the stream, I, I think that'll that'll just that'll just come with it hopefully well thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight bog is there anything else you feel we didn't touch on that you would like some last minute words about real quick uh i love you guys and i hope you guys are doing well and i want to talk to you guys more but that that's all I we got. already did a podcast of that nobody can listen to it if you weren't there so no <laughs> i tried <laughs> Well, I think that is going to wrap us up for tonight. Uh, next week, guys, September 5th, we will have Jamie from Hashtag Legal on. 
at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time right here. She'll be answering uh, your FTC questions. That's why she's going to be with us. So if you have any, you can get them in our Discord in the Bottle Spark Ignite channel to join our Discord. If you're here with us live, there's a little panel below us. Click on that. If you're not here with us live, go to discord.gg backslash bottle spark. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, and we hope to see you all next week.